0: Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God, for August twenty fifth reading. Lord, please be with us and open our eyes, our ears to hear. We acknowledge you as Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you for this day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Job chapter sixteen, verse one through 29 please.
0: You go for it? Yeah. You go?
1: Lord, we thank you for Oh, you just
0: prayed, didn't you? <laughs> Our Lord. Here we go again. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah, baby.
1: Okay, then Job spoke again. I have heard all this before. What miserable comforters you are. Won't you ever stop blowing hot air? <coughs> what makes you keep on talking? I could say the same things if you were in my place. I could spout off criticism and shake my head at you. But, if it were me, I would encourage you. Amen. I would try to take away your grief. Instead, I suffer if I defend myself. And I suffer no less if I refuse to speak. (coughs) Oh God, you have grounded me down and devastated my family as if to prove... I have sinned. You've reduced me to skin and bones. My gaunt flesh testifies against me. God hates me and angrily tears me apart. He snaps his teeth at me (coughs) and pierces me with his eyes. People jeer and laugh at me. They slap my cheek in contempt. A mob gathers against me. (coughs) God has handed me over to sinners. He has tossed me into the hands of the wicked. I was living quietly until he shattered me. He took me by the neck and broke me in pieces. Then he set me up as his target. And now his archers surround me. His arrows pierce me without mercy. The ground is wet with my blood. Again and again he smashes against me, charging at me like a warrior. I wear burlap to show my grief. My pride lies in the dust. My eyes are red with weeping. Dark shadows circle my eyes, yet I have done no wrong, (coughs) and my prayer is pure. O earth, do not conceal my blood. Let it cry out on my behalf. Let it cry out on my behalf. Even now my witness is in heaven. My advocate is there on high. My friends scorn me, but I pour out my tears to God. I need someone to mediate between God and me. As a person mediates between friends. For soon I must go down the road from which I never will return. My spirit is crushed and my life is nearly snuffed out. The grave is ready to receive me. I surrounded, I'm i surrounded by mockers. I watch how bitterly they taught me. You must defend my innocence, O oh God, since no one else will stand up for me. you have close their minds to understanding, but do not let them triumph. They betray their friends for their own advantage. <coughs> um, so let their children faint with hunger. God has made a mockery of me among the people. They spit in my face. My eyes are swollen with weeping, and I'm but a shadow of my former self. The virtuous are horrified when they see me. The innocent rise up against the ungodly. The righteous keep moving forward, (coughs) and those with clean hands become stronger and stronger. As for all of you, come back with a better argument. Though I still won't find a wise man among you, my days are over. My hopes have disappeared. My heart's desires are broken. These men say that night is day. They claim that darkness is light. What if I go to the grave and make my bed in darkness? What if I call the grave my father and the maggot my mother or my sister? Where then is my hope? Can anyone find it? No, my hope will go down with me to the grave. We will rest together in the dust. Then Bildad the Shuite replied, How long before you stop talking? Speak <laughs> sense if you want us to answer. Do you think we are mere animals? Do you think we're stupid? You may tear out your hair in anger, but we will destroy the earth. Will it <clears throat> but will that destroy the earth? Will it make the rocks tremble? surely the light of the wicked will be snuffed out the sparks of their fire will not glow the light in their tent will grow dark (coughs) the lamp hanging above them will be quenched their confident stride of the wicked will be shortened their own (coughs) their own schemes will be their downfall The wicked walk into a net. They fall into a pit. A trap grabs them by the heel. A snare holds them tight. A noose lies hidden on the ground. A rope is stretched across their path. Terrors surround the wicked and trouble them at every step. Hunger depletes their strength and calamity waits for them to stumble. Disease eats their skin, death devours their limbs. They're torn from the security of their homes. and are brought down to the king of terrors. The homes of the wicked will burn down, burning sulfur rains on their houses, their roots will dry up, and their branches will wither. All memory of their existence will fade from the earth. No one will remember their names. They will be thrust from light into darkness, driven from the world. They will have neither children nor grandchildren, nor any survivor in the place where they lived. People in the west are appalled at their fate. People in the east are horrified. They will say this was the home of a wicked person, the place of one who rejected God. (coughs) Then Job spoke again. How long will you torture me? How long will you try to crush me with your words? You have already insulted me ten times. You should be ashamed of treating me so badly. Even if I've sinned, that's my concern, not yours. You think you're better than I am, using my humiliation as evidence of my sin. But it's God who has wronged me, capturing me in this net. I cry out, help, but no one answers me. I protest, but there's no justice. God has blocked my way so I cannot move. He has plunged my path into darkness. He stripped me of my honor and removed the crown of my head. from my head. He has demolished me on every side and I'm finished. He has uprooted my hope like a fallen tree. His fury burns against me. He counts me as an enemy. His troops advance. They build up roads to attack me. They camp all around my tent. My relatives stay far away and my friends have turned against me. My family's gone and my close friends have forgotten me. My servants and maids consider me a stranger. When
0: a is
1: at your front door. My servants and maids consider me a stranger. I am like a foreigner to them. When I call my servant, he doesn't come. I have to plead with him. My breath is repulsive to my wife. I'm rejected by my own family. Even young children despise me. When I stand to speak, they turn their backs on me. My close friends detest me. Those I love have turned against me. I have been reduced to skin and bones and have escaped death by the skin of my teeth. Have mercy on me, my friends. Have mercy, for the hand of God has struck me. Must you also persecute me like God does? Haven't you chewed me up enough? Oh, that my words could be recorded! Oh, that they could be inscribed on a monument, carved with an iron chisel and filled with lead, engraved forever in the rock. But as for me, I know that my Redeemer lives. And he will stand upon the earth at last, and after my body has decayed, yet in my body I will see God. I will see him for myself. Yes, I will see him with my own eyes. I'm overwhelmed at the thought. How dare you go on persecuting me, saying that it's his own fault? You should fear punishment yourselves, for your attitude deserves punishment. Then you will know that there is indeed a
0: judgment. Amen. <coughs> Today's Job in a study, it says, Although Job struggled with the idea that God was presently against him, he firmly believed that in the end, God would be on his side. That's what he believed. He appealed directly to God, his witness and advocate, Job sixteen nineteen, And to God's knowledge of his innocence, Job showed he had cast, all his hope for any fair defenses upon God. What a tremendous fate Job had. He thought that God had abandoned him and brought all these disasters upon him. Facing death, Job still expected to see God, and he expected to do so in his body. When the book of Job was written, Israel did not have a well-developed belief about the resurrection. But Job, it seemed unlikely to him that in his body he will see God. But Job still declared, in my body I will see God. He was confident that God's justice would triumph, even if it took a miracle like resurrection. Are you trusting that God will make all things right, even if they're all gone wrong for you? Do you trust that even in things in the end, in brokenness, God will raise them up in glory? And thanking and praising the Lord is worshiping and thanking Him is the way to go. The cross and the blood and the cross and seeing the blood and the cross and praising Him is our defense, is our sure victory in Christ Jesus. That all will be well in the face of apparent defeat. Amen.
1: Amen, that's awesome. You know, <clears throat> as I was reading, there was just something about the, just, it was like from the Psalms, like I felt like I was reading the Psalms for some of the things that his friends were saying. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and he mentions the mediator again, which is Jesus. It says, "I need someone to mediate between God and me," and as a person mediates between friends. Uh uh-huh. Um. But it says, even now, my witness is in heaven. In number nineteen, my advocate is there on high. Our Jesus is our advocate, uh-huh. right? That was good. And, but a lot of the, as we're going through here, you know, his arrows pierce me without mercy, the ground is wet with my blood. Just a lot of little symbols of Jesus when he hung on the cross. I, I kind of, the words were just speaking to me that way.
0: Amen, um, yes.
1: And I really like how, you know, in number five it says, but if it were me, I would encourage you. I would try to take away your grief. Instead, I suffer if I defend myself. So it's like, you know, I guess we go back to words matter. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the thing I've been on this last couple days. And when we speak words of encouragement, it matters to people. You know, they receive goodness from, you know, heaven, favor from heaven over their situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we got to be really just... Our tongues. Even with this election thing, we gotta be careful. You know, be kind. And anyway, so that stood out.
0: Um, Amen. That's so true. You know, with yeah. just hearing them out. You it was it's really interesting. It brings out the point that uh, uh, that it's just beautiful because it says that. Even if we're being wrong, we still have to thank and praise the Lord by faith, because ultimately we win in victory. You know, we get washed off by injustice, but if ultimately we win in victory,
1: Amen.
0: you know, it's a done deal. Yeah, so.
1: it, regardless, we win. Oh, um, over here it said, um, you know, it says it really does talk about the wicked a lot and what happens to them. You know how mm-hmm. it always talks about it in the proverbs and. But, you know, it says, you, um, you have, in number four up here, Mm -hmm. it says, you have closed their minds to understanding. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's in the book of, um, I don't know if it's in Romans, it's probably also in the Proverbs somewhere, where it says that, you know, God has taken it, you you know, we get to a certain point, God takes away your understanding. Mm -hmm. And wisdom, you know, you're not looking to seek the kingdom, then, you know, your mind gets turned over to a right. reprobate mind in the book of Romans. And you kind of, on your own, think mm-hmm. about your own solutions, your mm-hmm. own ways. And, and so I, I that really kind of stood out when I read that part. But it really does talk about what's going to happen to the wicked a lot. Mm. You know, their own schemes will be their downfall. The wicked shall walk into a net. They fall into a pit. A trap grabs them. Terrorists around the wicked. I mean, it's just how it, like I was reading you know, from either Psalms or Proverbs. Um, And again, if you go back to um, in number two here, it says uh, how long will you try to crush me with your words? Mm -hmm. You know, Job says how long will you torture me? How long will you crush me with your words matter? It's just, I'm going to be on that little soapbox about words make Matter to people, you know mm-hmm. what we say. Um, wow, easy. And I okay. So yeah, that was good.
0: Okay, First Corinthians sixteen one through twenty four. Now regarding you, Corinthians, question about the money being collected for God's people in Jerusalem, you should follow the same procedure I gave to the church in Galatia. On the first day of each week, you should each put aside a portion of the money you have earned. Don't wait until I get there and then try to collect it all at once. When I come, I will write letters of recommendation for the messengers you choose to deliver your gifts to Jerusalem. And if it seems appropriate for me to go along, they can travel with me. I am coming to visit you after I have been to Macedonia, for I am planning to travel through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay a while with you, possibly all winter, and then you can send me on my way to my next destination. This time, I don't want to make just a short visit and then go right on. I want to come and stay a while, if the Lord will let me. In the meantime, I will be staying here at Ephesus until the Festival of Pentecost. There is a wide open door for a great work here, although many oppose me. When Timothy comes, don't intimidate him. He is doing the Lord's work just as I am. Don't let anyone treat him with contempt. Send him on his way with your blessings when he returns to me. Expect him to come with the other believers. Now about our brother Apollos. I urge him to visit you with the other believers, but he was not willing to go right now. He will see you later when he has the opportunity. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. You know that Stephanus and his household were first of the harvest of believers in Greece, and they are spending their lives in service to God's help. I urge you, dear brothers and sisters, to submit to them and others like them who served with such devotion. I am very glad that Stephanus Fortunus, and Achakaias have come here. They have been providing the help you weren't here to give me. They have been a wonderful encouragement to me, as they have been to you. You must show your appreciation to all who serve so well. The churches here in the province of Asia send greetings in the Lord, as do Aquila and Priscilla, and all the others who gathered in their homes for church meetings. All the brothers and sisters here... Send greetings to you. Greet each one with a Christian love. Here is my greeting in my own handwriting Paul. If anyone does not love the Lord, that person is cursed. Our Lord come. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Anything
1: to
0: add to that? Yeah, it's
1: pretty
0: yeah, it says Jesus. encouraged his hearers to care for others as though they were caring for Christ Himself. In the same way, don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others. Amen. Okay, uh, praying the Psalms. Wait patiently for the Lord. Remember His wonderful deeds. Listen to His word. Wait patiently for the Lord. Psalms forty one through ten. All right. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what He has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud, or in those who worship idols. O oh, Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifice or offerings now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, Look, I have come as it is written about me in the scripture. Take joy in doing your will, my God. For you for your instructions are written in my heart. I have told you I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out as you, O oh Lord, well know. I have, not kept, I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have f- talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 22.1 Choose a good reputation over great riches being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Good job. Praise God for the readings. Amen. Thank Amen. you, honey. You did Amen. a great job.
1: You're
0: welcome. August 26, Book of Job. Thank you, Lord God, for today's reading. We ask you, Lord God, penetrate our, our souls, our minds, Lord, with your word. We thank you for your principles. Lord, please bring us guidance. We thank you for your justice. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your hand, that you're molding us, Lord, in the image of your Son, Jesus Christ. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us, guiding us, and demonstrating your love towards us through the Scriptures. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen.
1: Amen. This is the chapter about it talks about visions and dreams in a deep sleep. So Job chapter 20, verse 1, all the way through 22 to 30, it said... Then so far the Namanite replied, I must reply, because I'm greatly disturbed. <clears throat> I had to endure your insults, but now my spirit prompts me to reply. Don't you realize that from the beginning of time, ever since people were first placed on the earth, the triumph of the wicked has been short, short-lived? AND THE JOY OF THE GODLESS HAS BEEN ONLY TEMPORARY. THROUGH THE PRIDE OF THE GODLESS REACHES TO THE HEAVENS, AND THEIR HEADS TOUCH THE CLOUDS, YET THEY WILL VANISH FOREVER. THROWN AWAY LIKE THEIR OWN DUNG, THOSE WHO KNEW THEM WILL ASK, WHERE ARE THEY? THEY WILL FADE LIKE A DREAM AND NOT BE FOUND. THEY WILL VANISH LIKE A VISION IN THE NIGHT. THOSE WHO ONCE SAW THEM WILL SEE THEM NO MORE. Their families will never see them again. Their children will beg for, from the poor, for they must give back their stolen riches. Though they are young, their bones will lie in dust. They enjoy the sweet taste of wickedness. Letting it melt under their tongue, they savored it, holding it long in their mouths. But suddenly the food in their bellies turned sour. A poisonous venom in their stomach. They will vomit the wealth they swallowed, oh boy, God won't let them keep it down. They will suck the poison of cobras. the viper will kill them They will never again enjoy streams of olive oil or rivers of milk and honey. They will give back everything they work for. their wealth will bring them no joy for they oppress the poor and left them destitute. They foreclosed on their homes. They were always greedy and never satisfied. Nothing remains of all the things they dreamed about. Nothing is left after they finish gorging themselves. Therefore, their prosperity will not endure. In the midst of plenty, they will run into trouble and be overcome by misery. May God give them a belly full of trouble. May God rain down his anger upon them. When they try to escape an iron weapon, a bronze-tipped arrow will pierce them. The arrow is pulled from their back, and the arrow, arrowhead glistens with blood. The tears of death are upon him. The treasures will be thrown into deepest darkness. A wildfire devours, will devour their goods, consuming all they have left. The heavens will reveal their guilt and the earth will testify against them. A flood will sweep away their house, God's anger will descend on them in torrents. This is the reward that God gives the wicked. It is the inheritance decreed by God. Then Job spoke again. Listen closely to what I'm saying. That's one consolation you can give me. Bear with me and let me speak. There's one consolation that's one consolation give me. Bear with me and let me speak. After I have spoken, you may resume mocking me. My complaint is with God, not with people. I have good reason to be so impatient. Look at me and be stunned. Put your hand over your mouth in shock. When I think about what I'm saying, I'm shudder. My body trembles. Why do the wicked prosper growing old and powerful? They live to see their children grow up and settle down, and they enjoy their grandchildren. Their homes are safe from every fear, and God does not punish them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their cows bear calves and never miscarry. They let their children frisk about like lambs. Their little ones skip and dance. They sing with tambourine and harp. They celebrate to the sounds of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity and then go down to the grave in peace. And yet they say to God, go away. We want no part of you in your ways. Who is the Almighty and why should we obey him? What good will it do do us to pray? They think their prosperity is their own doing. But I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. Yet the light of the wicked never seems to be extinguished. Do they ever have trouble? Does God distribute sorrows for them in anger? Are they driven before the wind like straw? Are they carried away by the storm like chaff? Not at all. Well, you say at least God will punish their children. But I say he should punish the ones who sin, so that they understand his judgment. Let them see their destruction with their own eyes. Let them drink deeply of the anger of the Almighty, for they will not care what happens to their family after they are dead. But who can teach a lesson to god since he judges even the most powerful one person dies in prosperity completely comfortable and secure the picture of good health vigorous and fit another person dies in bitter poverty never having tasted the good life but both are buried in the same dust both eaten by the same maggots look I know what you're thinking, I know the schemes you plot against me, you will tell me of rich and wicked people whose house, you tell me of rich and wicked people whose houses have vanished because of their sins. But ask those who have been around and they will tell you the truth. Evil people will be spared in times of calamity and are allowed to escape disaster. No one criticizes them criticizes them openly or pays them back for what they've done when they're carried to the grave, an honor guard keeps watch at their tomb. A great funeral procession goes to the cemetery. Many pay their respects as a body is laid to as the body is laid to rest, and the earth gives sweet repose. How can your empty cliches comfort me? All your explanations are lies Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied. Can a person do anything to help God? Can even a wise person be helpful to him? Is there any advantage to the Almighty if you are righteous? Would it be any gain to him if you were perfect? It is because you're so pious that he accuses you and brings judgment against you. No, it's because of your wickedness. There's no limit to your sins. For example, you must have lent money to your friend and demanding clothing as a security. And demanded clothing as as security. Yes, you stripped him to the bone. You must have refused water for the thirsty and food for the hungry. You probably think the land belongs to the powerful and only the privileged have a right to it. You must have sent widows (coughs) away empty-handed and crushed the hopes of orphans. That is why you are surrounded by traps and tremble from sudden fears. That is why you cannot see in the darkness and waves of water cover you. (coughs) God is so great, higher than the heavens, higher than the farthest stars, but you replied that God why can't God see what I'm doing? How can he judge through the thick darkness? For thick clouds squirrel about him and he cannot see us. He's way up there walking on the vault of heaven. Wow, there's a vault in heaven, Lord. Woohoo. Will you continue on the old paths where evil people have walked? They were snatched away in the prime of their life, and foundations of their lives washed away. For they said to God, Leave us alone. What can the Almighty do to us? Yet he was the one who filled their homes with good things. So I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. The righteous will be happy to see the wicked were destroyed, and the innocent will laugh in contempt. They will say, see how our enemies have been destroyed. The last of them have been consumed in the fire. Submit to God and you will have peace and things will go but well for you. Listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. If you give up your lust for money and throw your precious gold into the river, The Almighty Himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to Him and He will hear you. And you will fulfill your vows to Him. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do. Amen. And light will shine on the road ahead of you. If people are in trouble... And you say, help them. God will save them. Even sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because your hands are pure. Wow, Lord. Beautiful.
0: Amen. What a wonderful scripture. Yeah. Um,
1: and I think another translation says, uh, you know, you will pray to him and he will hear you. It says he will fill your vows to him. You will succeed in whatever you choose to do. It says, so when we say to somebody, you know what, they're going through a situation, Exalt- it, another translation says, exaltation's going to come. So when you decree that and declare that, um, you know, heaven fulfills that. Because it says here, if people are in trouble and you say, help them, God will save them. It says, even the sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because of your hand your purity that you are walking with, even even those will be saved because you've decreed that over them and you've declared it and it will be established.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, And right here in today's study it sums it up pretty nice. Uh, You know, suffering is deeply personal and we always think of a uh, fact or, um, you know, action in fact or truth or consequences, truth or consequences but the, the book of Job asks us to go deeper into, uh, into trusting, and realizing that the only hope is in God. Yes, yes. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it uh, says
1: it says here, babe, in the twenty-one it says, "Submit to God, and you will have peace."
0: Amen. But remember, that's eliphaz's uh, Eliyahu's uh, reasoning. Isn't and isn't that even re- though it is a truth? Yeah. It is the truth, and it it's used, it is used often. Yeah. Was that Job? Or That's Job speaking. Is? Where does it say it was In number
1: here? 21, towards the end there, right before the end, it says, submit to God, and you will have peace, then things will go well for you. Listen yeah. to his instructions and store them in your
0: heart. In 22.1, what's 22.1? 22.21. What is 22.1? 22.1. Oh, it
1: says the end. Of, yeah, you're right. Then Eliphaz, that was him responding.
0: And I didn't, okay. I don't see Job. it says submit to God, but it's beautifully saying, yeah, this, I just is, a, this at, is the truth, yes, that requires even if you're suffering, you submit to God, right? Even and you will have peace, okay. What about if he submits to God and you don't have peace, okay? So, evidently, that uh, this Eliphaz was wrong then, right there, because he uh. Job was always submitting to God, more than, you know, Mm -hmm. and he knew in his heart he was there. He knew he had it, and he had the love of God in his heart, and he was still not having peace. And things were not going well for him. He was already in instructions. They were already in his heart. He already had been turned to the Lord God, but he was not restored yet. And so he tells him to clean up your life. Okay, that's what normally you would tell a sinner. <laughs> you know, a person that's mm-hmm, living mm-hmm, out of mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm. Well, right. you are talking to a born-again person already. Yeah.
1: <coughs> but I still would take that as a born-again person because there's a lot of Christians out there that aren't submitting to God in their trials and circumstances by praising Him and walking in the, the obedience of thanking Him.
0: It's amazing. There's still, a, you know, reasoning that, uh, it's it's sad, you know, but... As, as human beings, that's the only thing we can grasp for is, you know, I must have done something wrong. To mm-hmm. God, you mm-hmm. know. why
1: is God punishing me? Because they don't have a good opinion of God. It goes into
0: our emotions and our own reasoning. Right. And then God tells us, don't rely on your own reason, right. but, you know, rely on God. Proverbs 3. You right, know?
1: 3 5. And you know, I like, though, it does say, you know, th- it means it's good instruction because it says, listen to his instructions and store them in your heart. These are his instructions. I got to store them right here, so they're gonna pop up at the right time.
0: I wish, I wish, I read that this morning in Proverbs. I wish that would say, memorize them in your heart. It's the same thing. Store them in your heart is memorize them, right? Although baffled by the reason for his suffering, Job affirmed God's superior understanding. Who can teach a lesson to God? Job 21:22. Like Job's friends, we cannot explain Job's suffering completely. We cannot fully understand why God allowed it to happen. But like Job, we must throw ourselves in God in His arms in trust. You know, just like uh, Isaac did with Abraham, he threw himself in His arms, and he and you know I I believe he was truly. Trusting The young boy was truly trusting his dad, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even though his dad was going to cut his guts open. We have no other hope. Only God can bring meaning to our suffering. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I really (laughs) want to say about this end scripture here where we talk about exaltation coming for people. And it says if people are in trouble and you say help them, God will save them. It mm-hmm. says, every sinner will be rescued. Even sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because your hands are pure. So, um. Who said
0: that?
1: That's at the bottom.
0: Who's, who, who did it,
1: Job
0: Or Eliphaz.
1: Eliphaz is still in there.
0: Okay, so if Eliphaz is out there, you have, you, see, that's the things. A lot of people take that kind of scripture, even though God says they were wrong, they'll use it as truth. Right,
1: but this is, this is truth.
0: Okay, say it again. It,
1: it, okay, because I went to the New King James, because it just, just sounds better in the New King James. Okay. It says, You will also decree a thing, and it will be established for you. Okay. So light will shine on your ways. Okay. When they cast you down, and you say exaltation will come, then he will save the humble person. Okay. Even, he will even deliver the one who is not innocent. Yes, he will be delivered by the purity of your hands. Amen.
0: We understand that the guy was talking to Joel for giving him a. Uh, he goes, "Look, this is the way truth runs, and this is the way you get out of problems." Um, but Joel yeah. was already doing so that. So
1: that just goes back to that Ephesian scripture where I tell you, when you when you encourage somebody and edify somebody. Heaven has an obligation to pour out grace over the person, even if they're a sinner, because of your words and the planting of your seed.
0: Because we have Christ. Christ is yes. speaking through us. There's, yes. a, there's a difference. Right. But right now, Job was not being relieved, and I'm sure so, Job was saying, I'm getting better and better every day. Yeah. So the even, blessings of God are upon me. It wasn't working for Job.
1: Even somebody who doesn't have all the word in them, but they have Christ in them, and they want to encourage somebody, say, hey, everything's going to be okay. That's kind of like exaltation's going to come.
0: Amen. And today's New Testament, yes, because there's some, yes. I've,
1: so what I'm saying is, the people that you're working with in AA in the mornings, and you say da da da, you're giving them a bit, of your, and
0: then. I do. Some of them do get worse. Some of them die. Yeah,
1: but it's still your work is coming from.
0: I have to give you know, hope. You know, I said, hey, if you keep coming to meetings. Yes, Amen. We do we do prophesy properly to them. You're right. Well those are truth. Those yeah, are truth. This is the watering hole and mm-hmm. your life will we get need better. Care something. And I have to you know
1: with the authority that Christ has been giving us.
0: We decree that this program has worked for amen. me.
1: I believe. You're gonna be when you get to heaven you're gonna get a big crown.
0: Amen. So you got your work cut out to do. Your ministry? Yeah. Our ministry. Yeah,
1: we've had have, we have this work.
0: You know, we're the encouragers, encouragers. That's why encouragers. words
1: matter. <laughs> okay.
0: Thank you, Heavenly Father God, for the reading of your word. This is part B of August 26. The New Testament will be reading. Lord, we ask you to bless the voice. And hear, let us hear you in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. 2 Corinthians 1. 1 through 11. This letter is from Paul by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus and from our brother Timothy. I am writing to God's church in Corinth and to all his holy people throughout Greece. Greece. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. Then we, when we are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort God has given us when they are in trouble. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you, then you can patiently endure the same thing we suffer. We are confident that as you share in your sufferings, you will also share in the comfort God gives us. We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the providence of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expect to die but as a result we stop relying on our and learn to rely on, on God, only on God who raises the dead and he did rescue us from mortal danger and he will rescue us again. We have placed our confidence in him and he will continue to rescue us. And you are helping us by praying for us. Then many people will give thanks because God has graciously answered so many prayers for our safety. Amen. It's really interesting that it says that uh, they hit a wall. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned. That's a big hard thing to learn in the middle of uh, his ministry. You know, that we thought, I thought he was relying on God all this time. I thought he was getting all his wisdom and resources for God. Right here it says, but as a result, Paul and Timothy... I mean, what severe trials to death do we stop relying on ourselves and learn? That's what I have to learn. to learn how to rely on God only on God. And I, I like the way he says who raises the dead, because in Ephesians it talks about the, the, that we have that power, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead, you know, accessible. So we thank God that, uh, and how, how do we do it? We, by praising, we praise you Jesus, we worship you Jesus, we thank you Jesus, you are the strength of our heart, you are our strength, we pray. We do it by praising the Lord Jesus Christ for his involvement in our lives. Amen. Amen. Okay, pray the psalm. Call out to God for his mercy, love, and faithfulness. Depend on Him and rejoice in His rescue. Psalm 40, 11, 17 Lord, don't hold back Your tender mercies from me. Let Your unfailing love and faithfulness always protect me. For troubles surround me, too many to count. My sins pile up so high I can't see my way out. They outnumber the hairs of my head. I have lost all courage. Please, Lord, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, aha, we got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great. The Lord is great. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in His thoughts. You are my helper and my Savior, O my God, do not delay. As for me, since I am poor and needy, let the Lord keep me in His thoughts. You are my helper and my Savior, O my God, do not delay. Amen. Proverbs 22, 2 and 4, The rich and poor have this in common, the Lord made them both. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. True humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and a long life. What does true humility and the fear of the Lord lead to riches, honor, and life? You know, true humility is is, uh, is thanking God and, and being grateful True great gratitude, and the fear of the Lord is having fear that you be cut off from Him. I don't know if you ever had a sensation that God wasn't around, and I had fear that He wasn't around. He wasn't listening to my prayers, you know. And I finally got, and God finally communicated to me that He was listening, that He was there. And I thank Him for that. I have confidence now that He is there. I'm thankful for all the like Paul. All the dry times when I thought he wasn't there and, you know, in prayer and agony and so forth and find out that he is there, he is compassionate, he does uphold you and, you know, he's just waiting for me to be more awesome by using his word and the promises to get what I need. wouldn't have to be in that situation again. He's already provided everything I need. House, riches, inheritance from fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. I'm good. Amen. Amen.